0: Hey guys, it's Casey. I'm gonna try this again. I guess I was trying to do a podcast earlier, but I spent a good amount of time rambling to myself and not of the recording itself. I am not technically inclined with different things. Um... I'm not generally technically inclined for most things. I still get lost on the sky trains out here in Vancouver, and even the bus systems. Uh, my friends definitely get a kick out of that one. Um, I'm surprised that. I can even make it around most days just because if I have my headphones in or if I'm thinking about something, there's several times where I've even missed my own um, uh, SkyTrain stop for when I go to work. So that's been fun. Um, well, yesterday I, get, I spent a good chunk of time trying to figure out how to get back to where I live on the SkyTrain lines just because... There's three or four different sky trains, um probably more, probably less uh I'm generally not a big fan of the sky train. They do have to take it every day for work though, so I'm getting a little bit better with it um, I've had some experiences on the trip sky train where I've been stuck in one of the sky trains in the middle of the track for about two hours the one time. That does not help my anxiety. Uh, there's a tunnel, uh, a couple different tunnels that you have to go through to get to certain places. I definitely don't like those. Um, I try to have to remember to breathe when we go through it. Yeah, uh, I'm not entirely a big fan of transit. I am a big fan, though, that I get to hear Seth Rogen's voices, or voice on the trains and the buses. He's pretty cool. Um, yeah. There's a couple different things I can cover here tonight. I've been getting some pointers from someone that already does podcasts. If I didn't mention it before, uh, definitely go check her out. It's called The Dyke Show. Uh, very funny, very cool. I have a lot of respect for this woman. She's pretty, pretty strong for what she's been through. Um, she still has a good sense of humor. Um, Another thing I wanted to bring up here... Um, I'll probably bring this up a few times here just cause, uh, this guy, he's pretty wicked. He's pretty cool. I had the opportunity to chill out with him the one night and have a few drinks with him. Uh, they are, uh, or the both of the couples are pretty cool. Um... The one was my sister and her partner that introduced me to him and his partner. This guy is a very compassionate guy. Uh, he does run a group called Pink Thursdays. Um, it does have to do relating to the topics of bullying and bullying in any kind of sense. Um, workplace uh, school, anywhere, this guy is very compassionate, and he does take the actions and the steps to get where he's at today, he's, there's not very many people like him, I, uh, For someone to go out and do what he does and everything else like that, it's pretty cool. I'll make sure to share the link in Instagram and Facebook and everything else. Please go check him out. You don't even have to donate, just if you can do something to make somebody else's life better, definitely go do that. This is more of an organization that takes action instead of taking money and taking it that way where a lot of companies are like that. Um, What else here? Uh, I would... Generally, trying and put some music in. Um, I still don't know how to do that part. Uh, still getting used to this idea of a podcast and talking randomly. Um, currently, I do live with roommates. The roommates have three little little people. Uh, they're pretty cool, but I generally don't get a lot of time to myself. I guess tonight they're uh, doing the Thanksgiving thing. Um, How can I say this weekend was pretty cool? I reconnected with some people that I haven't seen in a very long time. We had a falling out. At the beginning of this year, I still don't remember um, a lot of what it was. There was a lot of stress between us and groups and other people and whatever else. So I think we had all hit our fucking buttons and decided that enough's enough. So we went a good portion of this year without seeing each other. I had sent him a message... Asking them if they'd be willing to talk and see how things go. I did not realize how much I missed them until we were actually hanging out. Uh, These women have been a big part of my life, Uh, right down to the point where I feel like I have a family and they do have two boys that I've also considered mine over the years, just because they're my family. Not that they're my boys um a lot of people get a little bit confused. yes, they're a huge part of my life. They were you now they're many adults and you know, figuring out life on life's terms for themselves, so it's a little bit odd um. Like, to go so long without seeing everybody, and then just going back to kind of getting the old feelings that used to be there. Uh Me and one of the girls like to have beer and play video games. Got the new Assassin's Creed game. Um, The other one, she likes writing. She's very big in the pen pal community. She's... Very big into the girly stuff, if you ever want Scentsy products, um, I love them. They're pretty cool, she sells them. Or used to, I'll have to check that again. Um, if you don't know what Scentsy is, it's kind of like having a candle, but without the flame. You can get a bunch of different scents. Uh, I'm highly allergic to strong smelling products. I can see with these products I haven't had an issue with it. And unfortunately I had all my Sensi products in a bag and in boxes and the other day when I opened it they all melted. So I was a little bit sad about that. But you can get really cool warmers. Like I've got a couple different skulls. Um you can buy like I don't know how many different ones. I haven't checked the website in a while. Um, but yeah, those those are always fun. Definitely nice to be able to plug something in and have your place smelling nice by the time you get home and not have to worry about the place burning down. Yes, that's good. Uh, I've been on the hunt looking for my own place. Um, I've toyed with the idea of having roommates. Uh, my current situation, I ended up having to leave a toxic situation to live where I'm at now. Um, needed some time to recuperate and get back on my feet, just considering, um, the entire mess. Uh, so I've decided to actually consider the idea of just living alone. Over the years, I've thought it would be better to have a roommate or roommates just because I do suffer from pretty bad anxiety disorders. A lot of the time now, I've gotten it somewhat under control. I think I've realized now that if they're ever bad enough when I'm alone that there are people that I can go see, I can do things and actually go out. Uh interesting thing about anxiety over the years, once you get older, you start to realize it doesn't have as much of a control as you thought it did in the beginning. I'll have my moments where I'll feel the anxiety start, and then I've learned to, like, kind of keep myself busy. Not entirely afraid to go out in public anymore. I'm not afraid to just leave my house in general. There are situations where I've learned over the years that I can walk away from, and I don't have to justify it for anybody. I've done that with a lot of my friends. Uh, If I haven't done it to you yet, there's a good chance I might do it. Um, I'm very aware of where my feelings are at and what I can handle and what I can't. A lot of people know I suffer from the anxiety, but I don't let anybody close enough to actually see what that anxiety does. Um, I've had it used against me. I've been told that it's just something to let go. It's something in your head. It's blah, blah, blah. Um, These are just people that have never experienced anxiety attacks in their life and probably never will. I'm a little bit jealous on that sense because it'd be nice to not have any of it. Um... When I was first diagnosed with it, I was probably 18 or 19. Um, I had a situation where, back then, I smoked a lot more pot. I barely smoke it to this day. Uh, back then, you would think that you would be okay smoking pot with anybody and anyone. It was a way to socially connect with people. You could go to a pub, have a joint with someone, you could go to a park, have a joint with someone. So, one of the guys I met on the island, this is 10, 11, yeah 11 years ago now, maybe longer, but met a guy, decided to have a joint with him. Something didn't feel right about that whole thing, and I guess I shouldn't have. Um, I did, anyways. Uh, what I remember is just absolutely freaking right out within 10 minutes of having that joint. I ended up tearing off back to where I lived. Something fell off, I was begging for water, and within 20 minutes I was in the hospital. Uh, doctors said they didn't know if it was crystal meth or heroin that was laced in the joint. So that was kind of terrifying. I was in the hospital about a week later for an anxiety attack. That was my first anxiety attack. And I it just, I don't know if I was thinking about that situation of what happened that got me in the hospital or something else like that, but... I remember calling somebody at this point and freaking right out. I was like, I didn't understand what was going on. And she's like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. So I go to the hospital. I get diagnosed with this. Um, I spent a couple of years dabbling with different medications for anxiety uh, just to see if it would help. Uh, Because I got really bad at a few points that I couldn't function. There was a couple years where I didn't work. I didn't leave the house. I would have someone literally hold my hand to get me to leave the house. Or a number of different things. So I wasn't in the best state. uh, Just considering my life at that point had gone from... Living with my parents to not living with my parents to going from having money to having Nothing in my name to being homeless So there's quite a few things going against me at this point Um I found that the medications had absolutely fucked me right up. I spent um A few years in my first relationship, having to literally take an Ativan before I left the house, I got dependent on the Ativan to the point where I refused to function in a normal life without the Ativan, and that kind of scared me. Did get to the point where Ativan didn't have an effect on me, so whenever I took the Ativan, it would be the opposite reaction for me instead of what it was supposed to do. Uh, considering it was the lowest dose of Ativan 2, that could have been why. Um, even to this day, I don't, it's been about six years since I've taken Ativan consistently. And I think the only time the doctors let me have it now is if I'm in the hospital. Um, uh, hospitals are the number one triggers for me. I remember having a friend go with me to the hospital one year, um, I tried quitting smoking using a vapor smoke, uh, it lasted eight days, and then I ended up with a full-blown asthma attack, um, and an allergic reaction to whatever was in the vape, so, um, needless to say, I didn't quit smoking, I picked up a cigarette and I could breathe again, uh, fucked up as it is, um, I haven't been in the hospital since for any kind of asthma or breathing problems. Uh, Yes, I know smoking is disgusting. Yes, I know a lot of people would prefer it if I didn't smoke or there's a list of different reasons. Um, I'm not going to make any excuses to why I smoke or anything else besides the fact that I enjoy it. It may be a downer for most. I do have respect for the non-smokers. respect to the point where, uh, yes, I will go out of my way for a non-smoker. So they don't have to smell me. They don't have to. If I'm dating someone that's not a smoker, I'm definitely going to smoke less. Or at least brush my teeth. Or make sure that they don't have to taste it. I do know what it tastes like. I know what it smells like. I know it's awful. Um, yeah, Uh, what I don't have respect for, I see this on a constant basis, is people at my work, there's a smoke pit, and people feel the need to walk through the smoke pit and cover their nose and start coughing and going, oh my god, smokers. You can see it's labeled as fucking smoke pit. And where people go to smoke, why would you be a non-smoker walking through a smoke pit being all dramatic? I, I don't get it. Um, yeah. A little bit of ranting there, just with things. Uh, there was even a post on one of the groups I'm in, the PNW Lesbians where it said, would you date a smoker? Um, a lot of people uh, put uh, no or yes or they would have to quit for me or they would have to that. I put my own comment pretty much saying I have dated non-smokers and they've never had an issue with it. Essentially, I'd have to pull up exactly what I said, but... Essentially put it as I would never quit for somebody else because I wouldn't be quitting for me. Um, I enjoy smoking. Um, It might be better for my health to cut back. At the same point, I've been with a couple women who are like, you have to quit for me if you want to be with me. Or you don't care about me because you're smoking and whatever else like this. I said, you guys made the choice not to be smoking. And I made the choice to pick up that first cigarette over 10 years ago. Yes, I regret it just based on the fact is that, yeah, I'm addicted to the nicotine. But I don't regret it in the sense that it's something that I enjoy. It calms me down. It's something that I go to for stress relief. Um, definitely a lot better than what most people get into nowadays. The air you breathe is already filled with more toxins than what are in this, are in cigarettes. So, <coughs> you're going to be inhaling chemicals which way you look at it. Right enough about that. Um, let's see. I'm very excited about this place that I went to see this morning. Uh, Very well worth the money I spent on the cab to get there, considering I overslept. Um, I've always made the joke, I've heard it over the years about myself. Uh, I have champagne taste for a beer budget. This condo that I went to look at, I only saw pictures off the internet. Absolutely fell in love with the place. I was like I have to go see it. So I walked into this place today and I um I fell more in love with it. Absolutely clean, absolutely gorgeous, like the cupboards mesh in well. There's a lot of storage space, my own laundry. Um there's two pull out beds. There's a built in thing for a television. The views are amazing. Uh, Built-in dining room table in the island Um, Let's just say a condo like this isn't Cheap especially for renting nowadays You're looking at paying quite a bit of money, especially if you want to live on your own I've done the budget I've worked out what I need to do for this place Um, yes, I can do it. I gotta wait a week. I guess the landlords do have the, um, right to check into my credit history and whatever else like that. I'm just a little bit nervous on that idea. Um, recent events have led to an investigation here to finding out that something of mine was stolen, and that something has been damaging a good part of my credit history. Um, I'm finding out different things here and there. I'm not going to say too much just because this is social media, but I'm going to say it's absolutely terrifying when somebody has something of yours that you don't know who it is. And knowing that they can fuck up your chances of ever being able to own anything under your name. Um, recent events led to finding this just based on somebody's stupidity of trying to open a credit card under my name. Um, I've already known that my credit history wasn't the greatest. And I've been declined for credit cards over the years, so... Um... I've already been declined by these people well over a year ago. And then I get an email from them at my new place when I didn't even know... Or a piece of mail from them that when I didn't even know who they were. Uh... Or, sorry, I didn't even know the, what my own address was at the time. So I got a letter with the new address and whatever else. I talked to them a few times over the phone. I was like, you guys declined me last year. When did this happen? Uh, So I had to make a report and get to the point where I find out... A lot more than I bargained for over the year. Um, Even at the beginning of the year, I fell into some sort of scam where somebody had actually had access to my bank account. And my email and um, information that was on there. So I've had to change two of my email addresses that I've had for over 10 years. Had to get a new bank, had to get a new everything else like that, and that was terrifying in itself. Because, uh, like you open up your e- your bank account, find out that your email address is Tito something at gmail.com. It's like you fucking idiots, who the hell are you? Uh when they had access to my account, they were able to access my money, which they sent to internationally. So, when I was talking to one of the credit companies, they asked me if I was aware of what this world remit thing was. And I was like, no. Like, what the hell is world remit? Um, So, they ended up giving me their number, and I called in. And I was like, I was told to give you guys a call. You guys are somehow on my credit profile, and you guys are... Uh somebody I need to talk to. So they told me they were like a uh, verification website. And it was like verification for what? And they're like, well we need to prove it's you when you're sending money internationally. I was like, those bastards. I I was very frustrated this day because of the phone calls that I had made didn't come up with the results that I wanted right away and didn't come up with information that was helpful to resolve any of the situations I've been told by the cops and anybody else that's involved that this could take a very long time to rectify what's happened um definitely definitely have to say is like this has been going on for quite a few years uh, anybody that's experienced it or know someone that's experienced it send them to me let me know what the steps are uh, I, do, I do know the basic steps of uh, everything else like that but recovering from something like this has been a little bit of a challenge knowing that someone's living my identity. And I don't know I don't know if I know who they are. If it's some random person. I know about eleven years ago I lost my passport and my birth certificate and just certificates that I gotten for serving it right, for food safe, first aid, and when I was younger I did a lot of different programs that would help me get jobs. But I ended up, if I can remember correctly, everything that I had was in, like, one of those pull-apart pouches that you could fit in a wallet or something with everything in that. I remember the one day going back on the bus that I was on, trying to find my ID where I was sitting and everything, and it was just gone. So I've had... no idea what to do at that time. I was still very young, very immature. I did not have the life experience when I left home, so it's been like a roller coaster, to say the least. The up and downs. I only started learning how to do my own taxes as of two years ago. Yes, because last year was the first year I was able to do my taxes by myself. So I was very proud of myself with that. I am dyslexic. So numbers and me aren't friends. Um... Yeah, that's, uh, that's been, like, the exciting, stressful part. I've been told that it can take up to 14 days to get all the information back. Um... It it definitely, for whoever's listening to you, definitely make sure you have everything of yours on lockdown. Um, I've also been told I'm too trusting of a person, myself in general. Uh, I've put myself in positions that I'm not entirely thrilled with myself. Um, right down to the fact of being someone's girlfriend without the benefits, being treated like garbage, and being told it's my fault because I'm being treated like garbage. Um, so I haven't had the most healthy relationships when it comes to women. Uh, dating scene for me, um, I'm absolutely terrified of women and what they're capable of nowadays. Uh... It's, it's sad to see that dating doesn't have the same meaning as it did 10 years ago. Um, I'm in definitely definitely more of an introvert than I've ever been. Uh, so I'm trying to force myself to do something like this. I have been forcing myself to do a lot more things that I'm not entirely comfortable with. Um, just so I'm not going backwards in a sense. I keep trying to move to something more positive, more happy. I know there's going to be days where I feel like absolute shit and don't want to do anything. Um, and days where I'm going to be happy and wanting to be out and wanting to be, do stuff. So... I'm working on that. Uh, Got my hair done. Hair done today, excuse me. I wanted red and black. I ended up just doing the red. Looks absolutely phenomenal. And I went to a place closer to where I live than where I normally go. I've had the same hairdresser for two years, but she wasn't working today. And I'm not known for my patience, so... I wanted to see how things would go, and this girl that did my hair, I guess uh, she's an intern student from Vietnam. She's uh, starting her cosmetology and doing her hairdressing, and when she did my hair, you wouldn't guess that this was a new person that did my hair, so I'm very happy with the work that she did. Um, I will eventually go back and ask for her Instagram and be nosy about that stuff because she's pretty good for someone that's starting. Uh, I've had hell over the years with people doing my hair and doing fucked up things to it and not really giving me the haircuts that I want. Uh, my hairdresser that I've had for two years, she's pretty wicked. Uh, she's very funny. So I'll definitely share that on Instagram or Facebook if she allows me to. I do have to ask her about those things, but I'll definitely see if she can... She'd be okay with that. Um, def- Definitely good for people that do live in Canada uh, or BC. Mm. I would love to start adding somebody in these podcasts with me, so when I do work out a date and time with these people, I think it'd be pretty cool to add a mix of people uh, from time to time, Uh, give more structure, I think, to some of these podcasts, I know that my first podcast doesn't have very many viewers. I'm not entirely expecting to have a lot of viewers at this time just because I'm still on the fence if I'm going to continue to do this or if I'm going to do something else. I still find it very odd to be talking to a device and there's nobody on the other end talking. Um, I will be on somebody else's podcast here soon, so I'm excited for that. Uh, she seems pretty fun, so I'm sure that podcast will go pretty good. Good, cool, whatever. Um, I hope everybody's actually having an awesome Thanksgiving. I know a few of you have been out to dinners and doing whatever. I was going to try and go out to see my sister, Uh, one of my sisters up in the Okanagan. Uh, she has three adorable little angels. Uh, unfortunately, with time and uh, appointments and being an adult, I couldn't really get away as much as I'd like to, especially with how the greyhound system works and doesn't work. Uh, a lot of the times that i was planning to leave for where i was going uh they didn't they were booked out and my option was to show up around midnight and maybe have a day until i had to turn around and come back home again i figured it'd be better i still have a week of vacation to book off with work so i'm going to hopefully be a little bit more organized it's a little heartbreaking when a little tells you that, or asks you, why aren't you here? And you could tell she's just mad. The 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 little kind of people angry that you don't want to see angry because you know you disappointed them. Uh, so yeah, I gotta do that soon. I know that the Greyhounds are shutting down here soon. Um, I heard that an Edmonton Greyhound's coming out to Vancouver. I don't know too much. They set out the proposal and I haven't really found out if they won the proposal or whatever they're going to do. But it'd be nice uh, considering I'm still learning how to drive. Absolutely terrified of going over 100 on the highways, so that's not really a good good idea for me to be driving those highways. Um, I had an experience with a bunch of people when we went up uh, on the highway. We had watched a car flip over and me and this other kid just fucking went flying out of our car to make sure this person was okay. Um, there's tool belts and tools flown over the highway. It was just absolutely terrifying. We didn't know if he was alive or if there was other people in the car. So we turfed over there and, um, the guy was alive. He was shaken, but he had like blood coming out from his skull and his arms and everything. And, We did what we could to help clean off the tools off the highway, and then we jumped in the car and kept going. Um, I don't know if it was to do with that, or how fast I was driving, or if it was because there was a bunch of people in the car. I'm only comfortable with certain people in the passenger seat while I'm learning how to drive. That could be a lot of it. Um... I ended up getting encouraged to go faster, I ended up getting encouraged for a few things, so I kept going. I remember looking over at the person who was in passenger seat at one point, and I said I need to stop. So I ended up slowing down and pulling over. Thank God these other drivers were experienced drivers because they were able to maneuver around us without causing a car crash. Um, I still swear to this day that I blacked out. Um, I had a hard time with the idea of ever driving again because that moment just terrified the shit out of me and who I was driving with. I would have never forgave myself if something actually happened. So I'm grateful that we're all here today. Um there there were several years of My anxiety being the reason why I don't drive. I'm comfortable to this point to be able to drive at 80 and somewhere around there and like cities, something else like that. But the highways still terrify me. Um, it's, It's one of those things where... Sometimes people get the knack of it right away, and then others don't. Uh, I was convinced to go back in the wheel of the car again after. Uh, People didn't want me to be afraid of driving completely just because of that experience. I am a hell of a lot more cautious now. I never had the lead foot before, probably never will. Some people can drive over 100, uh, no problem. Go up to 200, no problem. But I saw the speeder thing or the needle go at 140 and that was a bit much for me. So it kind of sucks because, I mean, learning how to drive would open up so many doors for me to be able to get places. Uh, At the same point, I do have limitations and everything else. I was supposed to have my end quite a few months ago with a deal that I worked out with somebody. Unfortunately, I ended up spending six months paying for car insurance to only have access to the car a couple times. So I'm still recovering from that. I lost my car in the process, uh, we're trying to get it back, I don't know at this point how that's all gonna turn out, um, some people, some people, I don't wanna give out names, some people will know who I'm talking about and other people will never know who this person is, um, Some people do pretty fucked up things when they're not in the right headspace. I love the woman. I absolutely loved the woman for so long that I'm more than blown away with the situation and how far I let it go. I asked for help to have this end. And I asked for help to make sure she's never welcome back in my life again. Um, which is something that needed to happen. Uh, the toxic relationship that we had, the fights, the bullshit, the drama, the everything. It's sad that no matter how much you care about somebody, and no matter what you do for the person, it can mean absolutely nothing to them. I mentioned several times over the last few months that I would do everything that I could. I would give her my world. I gave her that plus more. And for a princess, that wasn't good enough. So there's a lot of reasons why I'm terrified to date. Still terrified to tell the woman I like, that I like her. There's every excuse under the sun of why it would be a good idea never to tell her. Um, I'll always believe that even if I like someone, that somebody else will treat them better than I can. She deserves the happiness and everything else like that, and I may not be the person... I, I well I can probably say that I'm not gonna be the person that does that for her. It's just getting back a part of my life where I've lost every bit of confidence I have when it comes regarding women. Um, on one hand, being in relationships without the benefit, it kept me safe, it kept me away from anything more happening I am famous for running when there's feelings and I remember to this day when I first saw this woman I looked at her and I was like no you can't like her and I kept walking we saw each other every day and now we do communicate now we do talk and Um, some days I'll just look at her and just like, why don't you just fucking do it? Like, if people could actually hear what I'm thinking, (laughs) I'd be in a lot of trouble. Well, trouble or whatever else it feels, some days it feels like I'm climbing the wall. And then other days, it's just like, why can't you fucking be normal and just function like a normal person in society? I'm not normal. I will literally walk out screaming raw at any given point and not really give a shit what people think. I don't know what it is. I think it's because of the video games that I play and when I have no fucking clue. But I know I am a big enough dork and a big kid in myself that it does make a few people laugh and wonder what the hell, how do I function, <laughs> and how do I be an adult at the same time. Um, I definitely have a different view on myself than what other people think. So it was a, it's always nice to hear what people have to say that's positive about me because I don't generally believe that about myself, and I don't really... Um I I've I'm learning how to treat myself, how I've tried to treat other women before, so positivity, excitement, happiness. Um, I did go out of my comfort zone and went to a Sin City event. I know I mentioned that before. Um Sin City is basically fetish and kink and bondage with the whole list of things. There's an alert to that lifestyle and I've always had that alert. I've also had experiences that probably will prevent me from ever exploring that lifestyle again, but I'm it was nice to actually go to this event and actually have fun and I was a little bit more than awe like, half the stuff that I saw is, like, you have to have a lot of trust for people. Like, a lot. And then I think about myself in that kind of situation, and I'm like, nope. Just run. I watch Fifty Shades of Grey, and get a little bit too passionate about that movie near the end, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, trust. I know that kind of lifestyle you also... have to have a lot of patience. You have to have a lot of caring. Going into something like that, if you're pissed off at the day of work, then no. That's just downright abuse at that point. Sorry, I won't change my mind on that. You have to be in the right head frame if you're going to do anything like that. So I got a little bit overpassionate about it. My friend made a comment that it's just a movie. (laughs) But... At the same point, too, I guess that's what the movie was supposed to be about. I never read the books before. Um, Like I said before as well, I'm a lesbian, so girl on guy action does not do anything for me. Um, I get asked out by a lot of guys. Like, they'll, they'll hear my voice and ask me for my number, or they'll hear my voice and they'll ask if I want to go to dinner with them or something like that, which I find really odd. Like, you'd want to know what the person looks like and sound like at the same time before you ask them out. But, I mean, it it, it gets a little frustrating after a while because I would really like a woman to come up and ask me out. Not a guy. Um, Guys are great. I have some really great guy friends in my life. So no, I'm not anti-guy. I just have no interest in them. It literally turns me off. Friends? I have good guy friends. I've threatened a few of them that they would never have a dick again if they tried anything with me um more of a joke but more of a like hey this is where I stand if you can be happy with that I'll be happy with that we'll get along great so yeah um it's worked out for the most part um I do have a few of my guy friends that will try and push the limit sometimes and ask questions and more questions and perverted comments and everything, that's their sense of humor, but, it's entertaining, nonetheless, um, what else here, I'm gonna wrap this up here fairly shortly, um, longer podcast than I thought I'd actually do, considering that the first one I tried doing completely wiped out and never saved. So, um, like I said, definitely check out the Dyke Show. I'm gonna be bringing up the Pink Thursday quite a bit. Um going to try and get those Instagrams from my hairdressers. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. Hopefully I do accumulate some more listeners at some point. Or if not, it's the same amount of people. At least I'm doing something a little bit different here. I'm not expecting entirely a whole bunch, just considering I'm talking to myself at this point. And it's not too bad, I guess. Um, yeah, I'll figure out more to say next time and hopefully bring someone on with me. This is actually curing the boredom at this point. I am going to now go and torment my friends see what they're up to and see how their Thanksgiving weekends went. I hope your guys's went wicked. And until next time, we'll talk to you again.